0: Ah, what is the word? How y'all feeling on this Sunday? All moons back again with another one. Got that smooth in the sun by Currency and French Montana to kick things off today. Y'all fucking love this beat. I'm going to let this shit rock for a little bit. We got the full soccer slate for you with the early lock in the NHL. So make sure you locked in, tuned in. I'm that dude Gotta end up it to share with you. To you. you know how so shout out that In The Sun with Currency Featuring French Montana That's an old school one When that dropped way back in 2011 that's legendary shit off mac and cheese too. That's a legendary shit. But back after a huge, huge day yesterday, we were so close on so many parlays, bro. in the Sixers losing to the Cavaliers that is awful, bro. I think that was one of Joe's biggest locks was Philly covering the minus eleven. I'm like, bro. Cleveland been playing out their mind. And then Ben Simmons. They're down six. 112 to 106 at the end. Chilling at 218. Over under set at 220 and a half. This man Ben Simmons pulls up with four seconds to go and drains a three, bro. Drains a three out of nowhere. One of the worst bad beats. You know Scott Van Pelt. Shout out SVP. You know that man had it as one of his bad beats. That is insane. That's one of the That's one of the worst beats I've ever seen in a while. That shit that shit's hectic. You already know I looked at that shit. What I do? What I do? I said <laughs> Bro. <Bruh. laughs> hectic shit. But we back at it this morning. We got our first game of the day in the Premier League. We got Leicester at home versus Arsenal. Coming into this game, early money line sitting at Leicester favorite. Compared to Arsenal at plus 190. Over under sitting at two and a half in this game. With the under being the favorite at minus 130. I'm looking for the under to hit each game has been under two goals and Leicester in their past six games have been shut out three times compared to Arsenal where they've had one goal or fewer in four out of their six games. So each team up and down score a decent amount then get shut out. So this is one of them games where I think it's going to be a tough battle. Leicester has only let up four goals in their past six games and two of those were to Slavia Prague. So, Leicester, they play well in the Premier League. They're at home in this league, in this game. They're the plus 150 favorite. This year, they're head-to-head. They're tied up. Each team won a game away. And only three goals combined in those two games. I'm looking for that under to definitely hit in this game. It should be a tough battle. Let's see who's out. See, Leicester, undefeated in 11 out of their past 12 games. So they're pretty pretty on fire. And when you're facing an Arsenal team, who's put Aubameyang on the bench, Saka has started on the bench. Granted, David Luiz is back, but they got Holding on the bench, Hector Bellerin on the bench. So Cedric Soares, At right back, I think that could be a liability. They're starting two strikers. That's Leicester starting two strikers today with Jamie Vardy, and Ian Nacho. And that is crazy. Ricardo Pereira, he isn't even back playing fucking right back. He's back. They put him in midfield. That is crazy. That's opposite of Harvey Barnes. Rotating in the middle-central defensive midfield. You got Wolford and Didi. And then you got Tielemans just on fire with Johnny Evans and Soyunku as center back. So, I think I think Leicester will definitely win this game. It's going to be a tough battle. They got Zaka and Eleni in midfield. That's We've seen Pepe. We've seen Willian. They've, and especially if you've seen on Twitter, people hate hate what well, I am like every time he starts like last game Arsenal was up or was it a few games ago oh yeah versus Leeds what well, was Arsenal up three nothing four nothing and then they put him where well, I am yo and I was seeing on Twitter oh here goes the lead and then fucking Leeds scored two goals in that second half like right after he came on <laughs> that shit's wild so for them to even start him, especially with Mart- Martinelli on the bench, you have Thomas Partey on the bench, like, that shit's insane. So, in this game, it's probably, I don't see a lot of goals coming. Because Arsenal, they are probably lock in. And David, see? See, that's tough. That is tough. Because David Luiz, at any time, to rack up the yellow cards and get sent off. Especially with Zaka out there. Damn. That, see, that's tough. Leicester coming off that 2 0 loss to Slavia Prague. Arsenal coming off that 3 2 victory versus Benfica. That shit's insane. Leicester getting knocked out of the Europa League. And then you got and then you got Arsenal needing. They needed that game winning goal. From Aubameyang. To push them forward. Because Benfica. Tying it up. Well actually Benfica went up 2-1. And then Arsenal tied it up. But as soon as Benfica got that second goal. Bruh. They were, they were moving on. If it finished tied. Because they got those two away goals. which is Which I think is going to be tough. Because especially Arsenal. Benfica hasn't really been playing well. They aren't really high-paced. Granted, they scored a free kick, but that, that was still in position to get a goal. So, Benfica, not really in high, a high-powered offensive team. To score two against Arsenal, I'm thinking Leicester will get at least one or two. Even though they got six goals in the past six games, I think I think you could lock in Leicester. Plus 150 on the money line. And... With the, I said lock in the under early, but with Arsenal starting David Luiz and Cedric Soares on the right side, I think that side is going to be a liability. Jamie Vardy could just torch that. So I'm going to stay away from the under two and a half. They could easily be a 2-1 game with a random game winning goal at the end, but it could also finish 1-1 tie with Arsenal getting a random game tying goal. But even with all that, I think Leicester only lost in their past six games. Was the last game 2-0 to Slavia Prague. I think they're going to they're come back on fire. They're trying to finish top four in the Premier League. So I'm going to lock in. Leicester plus 150 to get a close victory versus Arsenal. The next game we got on the slate for you. We got Chelsea at home. Versus Man United, one of the biggest games of the day. Let's get the drum rolls out. Let's get all that out. Let's get the bongos. Let's get the joke drums. All that shit. Chelsea, plus 125 favorites at home. Man United, plus 230 on the money line. Over-under sitting at 2.5 in this game. Same odds as that Leicester-Arsenal game with the under being the favorite at minus 130. Except I think this is the game where it's guaranteed to hit. You got Chelsea coming in. Granted, they just beat Atletico Madrid one nothing, but that only the only reason why they got that goal was off a crazy bicycle kick from Olivier Giroud. And in their past six games, Chelsea sit in a smooth five one and zero, undefeated. Man United, on the other hand, they're also undefeated, sitting three three and zero, which that draw in their last game really deceiving. They had already beat Real Sociedad 4-0 in the first leg of the Europa League, round of 32. And I'm thinking they just kind of chilled in that game. They sat some of their top players. Coming into this game, they got clean sheets in three out of their last five games while only giving up one or fewer goals in five straight games. So playing top-notch in defense. And that's, that's highly because you have Wambasaka out there playing solid. And Man United, even though even though they're coming off that draw, they beat Newcastle 3-1. And the game before that, beat Sociedad 4-0. Granted, they tied West Brom on the road 1-1, which they gave up. I'm pretty sure they gave up an early goal in that game. Yeah, Diagne. He scored a goal in the second minute. Like, that's crazy. But beat West Ham 1 0 in the game before that. And we all remember that 3 3 draw versus Everton where Everton scored the game time goal, killed us on a parlay. Killed yeah. us on a parlay. But that's how it goes. We're back today on this Sunday. We'll hit us all over. And if you want to catch all the NBA and NHL locks, make sure you tuned in, following on Twitter. At Fantasy Moons or at Robin, capital I, capital I, underscore, underscore. For all the locks, all the latest highlights to go along with our hitters, and even the close call losses. So, and all that content is also on Instagram, at Mooney underscore, underscore. So make sure you aren't missing a beat. And we locked in over here. Let me get those bongos out. Where's the other one? Oh, yes, sir. Pull up something for that. So, I'm looking for Chelsea coming to this game 5-1-0, which pretty much have been dominating with four clean sheets in their last six games, but they've only scored one goal in four out of them six games also, sitting 8-2 to two on goal difference over those six games, which is okay. You have... You've had two games where you scored two goals, and the rest of them only put out one. So, not really firing on all cylinders offensively, but locked in defensively. They're missing Thiago Silva for this game, but they were also missing it in that one nothing win at Atletico Madrid. So, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be too worried about it. On the Man United side of the ball, you got... See, and that's the only player Chelsea's missing. On the Man United side of the ball, they're missing Pogba, Juan Mata. They're missing McDominey, Cavani, Daniel James, and Donny Van Der Beek are all doubtful for the game. So make sure you keep an eye on it. They could make the bench. But it's going to be a situation where they're starting Greenwood. They're starting Matic. And it's going to get tough. It's going to get tough for Man United to score and create opportunities for their front three. And I'm thinking... You could lock in the draw in this game. That's that's ill. Man United plus 230. Chelsea plus 125. What's the draw sitting at? And this game's at 1130. This is one of the... I think this is the third game of the day. We're staying away from the 9 o'clock Tottenham Burnley game. Damn. Also at 7 o'clock Crystal Palace versus Fulham. That's crazy because Palace... At home, plus 250 on the money line. If they're starting Wolfers Zaha or Zaha, bruh, they could get out there and get some, get some bucks. But we got Man United, plus 230 to win, and the draw sitting at plus 220. I think the draw, if you want to do a little side, a little side parlay, the under 2.5 plus the draw, That'll give you plus 466 odds. I'm fucking with it. I think this game's going to end in a draw. But if it doesn't end in a draw, I think someone will win either 1-0 or 2-0. And I'm locking in the under 2.5 for this Chelsea versus Man United game. It sucks because I always think top teams, they're going to fucking go out there. They're going to put up points, score goals. But it doesn't always happen that way, especially versus a couple top teams. And we've already had a game kickoff. Atalanta. Oh shit. That game's live right now. Atalanta. On the rover, Sampdoria. That game's the first game we got in Serie A. Sampdoria. 3-1 and 2 in their past six games. But they're coming off a 1-0 loss to Lazio, which that's solid. That's not too bad. They're actually up 2-1 quick. Versus Atalanta on, uh, on shots so far. Atalanta's coming into this game. Granted, they lost 1-0 to Real Madrid in the Champions League. But that was because Fiola. Let me just make sure that's right. I'm pretty sure it was Fiola who got a red card. Got a red card in that last game. That shit was tough. Yeah, Fiola. got a red card in the 17th minute. Versus Real Madrid. You can't expect to win any games versus versus huge teams like that. (laughs) Versus. (laughs) Almost sounded like Mike Tyson on that bitch. (laughs) That's just wild business. But Sampadoria was coming into this game. Goal difference. Only up 7-6. to Compared to Atalanta. Where Atalanta, they've given up 7 goals in their past 6 games. But they've also scored 11. And surprisingly... In the first game this year, Sampdoria won 3-1 to at Atalanta in October. But if you watch Hoffenheim versus Mold in that Europa League second leg, I had Hoffenheim on at least two parlays where they blew it. Couldn't score any goals. They had 27 shots. 27 shots at home and got beat 2 nothing. That's insane. So in their first matchup, Sampdoria winning... Three-one at Atlanta. Atlanta had 20 shots in that game. Just couldn't convert more than one. Have to be more clinical in front of the net, especially this game. You see, Sam Dory is off to a good start. So that's tough. Let's see the live line right now, actually. Since we since we can't get the lock in before the game kicked off. Right now, Atalanta sitting minus 155 on the money line. Over under, sitting at two and a half goals even. I think that's a solid bet. The over two and a half, especially with the first game finishing 3-1. And Atalanta, on fire. They'll put up shots as long as someone, and Fuehler, he already got a yellow card in the 10th minute of this game. But as long as nobody gets a red card, lock in the over two and a half. That is guaranteed to hit. Lock it in. Hot Steaks takes lots of back on this Saturday morning. Hope y'all doing good. i put in an order at fucking, bruh, quick little Dunkin' order. Yo, yo, I switched it up. I did something big different. I added the toasted almond in with the hot chocolate, bruh. And let me tell you, ooh, that shit is fire. That shit is the straight gasoline. I One little sip. I didn't even care if that shit was 360 degrees, bro. I took a sip out that hot chocolate. I said, bro, and it wasn't because it was hot or it burnt my esophagus, bro. It was because that toasted almond, that shit was hitting. That shit was hitting big different. So, and that's that's the new sauce I did. And guess what? This morning before 6 o'clock, I put in an order. Usually, Dunkin's always open by like, what, 4 o'clock in the morning. I pull into the parking lot trying to get the quick hot chocolate before the pod. And they're fucking closed, bruh. They took my money. And they're closed. Bruh. <laughs> that shit is hectic. I even got some munchkins and shit for the niece and nephew. That, I, that shit's hectic. So, now after I drop the pod, I'm going to have to head back over there and be like, bruh. What happened to my order? And And when I pulled up, you see all the lights off. But you see... Motherfuckers chilling in their little Dunkin' hats posted up in their little fucking brown polo looking like bougie ass or oh, bougie ass UPS motherfuckers. And they just burning, burning stoves, puffin' heaters, yo. Straight chimneying some cigars. And they ain't even working, dog. What's good with the what's good with the munchies? What's good with the donuts, bruh? My toasted almond. Is that shit brewing? Is that shit simmering? Like what happened? I thought y'all opened at 4, 6 o'clock, and y'all puffing heaters, bruh. Y'all here puffing heaters. Like, I feel you. But guess what? Niece and nephew about to wake up tight. They don't got some much Come on. So I'm going to have to hit that after the pod. That shit's hectic. <laughs> but the second game we got in Serie A for you, we got at 245, we got Roma at home versus AC Milan. This is this is one where I think they could get busy, bro. They could definitely get busy in this game. Live money line right now. Plus one, and this is subject to change. Plus 130, Roma favored at home. AC Milan plus 200, the away underdog with the draw sitting at plus 230. Which I don't think it's going to be a draw. I'm pretty sure in their first game it was, but... Because of the form as of late. I don't think it will be. Let's see just to make sure. Yep. So Roma on the road in their last game. Tied 3-3. Roma's on fire as of late. They just beat Braga. 3-1 in the Europa League to move on. They're 4-1-1. In their past six games. And their only loss. Came 2-0 on the road versus Juventus. Which if you're playing well. And like, like yesterday, who'd, who'd Juventus play? Some sneaky team who tied. Verona. On the road versus Verona yesterday. Ronaldo with an early goal after halftime and nothing else for Juventus. Ended up giving up a game-tying goal and tied on the road versus Verona. So that sh- sometimes that shit happens. But usually you don't, beat, you don't beat Juventus and you don't come away with a point. And for Roma to lose... And that be their only loss over the past six games. I think they're coming in on fire. Let's check out AC Milan. AC Milan coming off a 1-1 draw. Versus, and I'm, I'm going to try this shit out. I think it's a Russian team, Ukrainian team. We got Krevena Zvezda. That's, bro. I don't even know if I got that bitch right. Let's see. Let's see. Krevena Zvezda. Oh, ripped it. I ripped it there. Krevena Zvezda. A quick 1-1 draw. And that's after losing 2-2 to them in the first leg. So they ended up barely squeaking by because they got two away goals in the first game. And they should. the fact that they even tied in the first game after Zvezda got a red card is ridiculous. So, barely squeaking by. They haven't won in four straight games. And AC Milan has been shut out twice in that time. So, AC Milan is going gonna, is gonna to get tough. It's going to get tough for them in this game. They face a Roma team who's kept three straight clean sheets. And granted, they gave up a goal versus Braga in their last game, but that's basically, it was an own goal. So, and Cristante, Cristante own goal versus Braga, come on. I won't even count that. It's basically four straight games with a clean sheet, up 11 of four on goal difference over the past six games, compared to AC Milan where they've let up nine goals over their past six games. And letting up two goals in three out of their last four games. I'm going to lock in Roma. And with the over-under in this game sitting at two and a half goals. Oh, my God. That's at minus 150. But I guarantee you by the time this game kicks off at 245, it's going to be at three and a half. So get it in early. We, We talked about it a little yesterday. Make sure you go check out the lock show yesterday with Joe the Locksmith. And it, it's, it's wild because if you don't get it in early, that's something that could easily change by kickoff and you don't get the good lines. So while other people are snoozing, we're going to lock in Roma over 2.5 versus AC Milan, and we're going to lock in Roma plus 130 on the money line. I think that's a solid pick. And AC Milan on the road, haven't been playing well, Over their past six games. Barely squeaking by in the Europa League. And it's not good vibes, bro. Zlatan Ibrahimovic saying that wild shit about LeBron James. Like, have you not seen people been saying, like, oh, stick to sports, this and that? No, these kids need a voice, bro. Do you not understand that? Well, clearly not. And Zlatan, I know he doesn't understand that. Because that's the type of motherfucker... Who's got asking for statues in cities? He's only played one year at, or a couple years at. Like, bruh, crazy shit. He's a he's an outstanding striker, right? Very very clinical in front of the net. Doesn't really have crazy pace, at least not now as he gets older. I don't really remember him as a youngin, but bruh, it kind of you know what I mean. It kind of kind of. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna say anything. Cause I don't want to put that put that stamp on them, but saying that shit I like it, maybe if you're not well versed in the political game and you're coming from Sweden, so how much really how much say do you got in the Sweden politics, right? Maybe you could say that, but when it comes to the u s, that's all people are talking about. that's all people are listening to is mostly celebrities. People are going to listen to celebrities more than they tune in. And listen to the fucking actual president talk. They're going to listen to the fucking social media and all that shit. So it's. You, you need people well versed in that shit. To go out and be a leading example. And not not force it. But definitely. Because he, he said that while. I'll give it to him. I ain't going to be completely on Brian's side. He didn't, he didn't say. He said that wild shit about China. Or that whole China situation when the. All the riots were happening. What happened with that? Ooh, that shit went away quick, huh? Nobody talking about that. No more videos. That shit just went away. Y'all ain't noticed that? Come on now. Get it together. Get it together. Don't be don't be naive. Come on now. See, you about to get me fired up. We're going to save that for the pod chops. Deadass. It's real business right there. But let's get... Back to these locks, that wraps it up for the two locks in Serie A where we took Roma in the over two and a half, and that's only going to sit at two and a half goals early. By the time that game kicks off, heavy money is going to be going in on the over. What's the next game? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Over in League One, we got Lille at home versus Strasbourg. Lele sitting minus 140 on the money line. Coming in 3-1-2 in their past six games. But they've lost twice to Ajax over that time. And in between that, they beat Lorient four 4-1. And that was on the road. So Lele, they've been playing on fire. And if they don't play Ajax, which Ajax is a top team. We got that lock later in the show. That's actually... That's actually one of the locks in Eredivisie. Or Eredivisie. And. If Lille can play like they have been. They've only given up one goal. In their past seven games. Versus League One teams. Nine to five on goal difference. Over their past six games. Which. Tough games versus Ajax. They were up 1-0 early in that first leg. ended up giving t- Ended up giving up two goals. So. Heading into that second game, it was going to get tough, especially needing a win on the road. But I think they'll maintain first place. It's crazy. Let's give it up for Lille, deadass, and the coach. (laughs) A couple rounds of applause. And it's crazy because Strasburg coming in 1, 2, and 3 in their past six games off a 0-0 draw versus Angers. But they've been shut out in four of their last six games. Only one clean sheet in their last six games too, so they give up goals. They don't really score much. And what's the what's the over under? My early lock. See, I only had Lele minus minus one forty because it is it is gonna get tough over there. This game kicks off at eleven o five a.m. And every if you've been listening to the pod and it's dope. I've been seeing more and more countries on the analytics and shit. And shout out. All the countries all over, all over the world that have been listening to it, it's honestly, it's a blessing for real. And I'm grinding to make sure y'all know who to lock in, giving you the stats, and giving you the locks, which way I'm swaying, and you see the stats behind it. So, shout out all the countries, and when I drop game times, it's always going to be Eastern, because you know, we chilling over here in that little state. Over here in Rhode Island and motherfuckers going to be like, yo, yeah, I know exactly where that is, bro. That's that little spot in New York. It's like, no. It's like, no. Come on. You don't know your geographics. Come on, brother, man. We over here in Little Rhodey. That little estate. One of the 13 colonies. We over here. We forgotten about. But we out here thriving. We, I think we got, obviously, more than a million people in the state. And that's topping some of the biggest countries like landwise in the con- in the whole country. I mean some of the <laughs> some of the biggest states land wise in the country. Like hella people in Rhode Island. Definitely a prosperous city. And you see it. You see it just expanding and getting better. We about to I remember driving in Atlanta. Like when I was a youngin'. Bruh, and seeing the infrastructure and the way the highways were set up and there were, like, five-lane highways and, like, how you were. I felt like I was on one of those fucking little Hot Wheels tracks with the way they were fucking five lanes wide. Everything looked perfect. All the highways going in and over each other. It was hectic. Now, hella construction in Rhode Island and Prov right now, but it it's fucks up the ride home. But once they're finished with it, I think it's gonna move hella smooth and it's gonna look dope as hell. So, let's shout out Rhode Island for, even though they're gonna take double the time than expected, they're gonna get the shit done and it's gonna look good. So, and make no mistake, yo. You're gonna hit at least two or three potholes where you're like, oh shit, did my tire pop? And you're checking your fucking air pressure and whatnot. Make no mistake about it. They're gonna leave them bitches around. And I think they do that shit on purpose, bro. <laughs> but, to back, to get back into this lock, we have Lele at home, and it has just shifted from minus 140 favorites, just up a little bit, to minus 150 favorites. Strasburg sitting plus 470 on the money line. Damn. That's hectic. But in this game, over under at 2.5 goals. The over is at plus 140 underdog. I think this could easily hit the over. Especially with Lille just getting knocked out of the Europa League, they're going to they're going to be wanting to play on fire. And if they maintain form, which it would be absolutely insane for them to drop out of the top. I think it's Let me just make sure, but I'm pretty sure it's the top 2 who make it in League 1. I know in bigger leagues like the Premier League it's yeah, see. Top two make it to the Champions League. Third team makes it to the Europa League, and I'm pretty sure fourth and fifth are play-ins. They play that little playoff to see whether or not they get into the Europa League. So if Lille, they're sitting in first, only thirty on, only plus thirty on goal difference, and I say that because compared to PSG, <laughs> they're plus forty-four, but tied on goal difference with Lyon, sitting a game ahead. With three points in the bag. That shit's solid. Three points over Lyon. Only a point over PSG. But they have one less game played than PSG. If they maintain form. And get that Champions League spot. That Europa League loss. Won't feel too bad. And that paycheck at the end of the year. For finishing top two. That shit's gonna be. You dig what I'm saying? They might buy all the top players. <laughs> and Especially. Having fucking Ikone, Jonathan Bamba, Jonathan David, Yazizi, bro, Yansini or Yazizi, can't, I forget exactly what his name is, but that man is a savage, bro. That striker for Lille, absolute beast. And then having Renato Sanchez, absolutely filthy. So, I'm locking Lille minus 150 now on the money line, and with the over/under. Set at two and a half with the over being plus 140 underdogs. I like Lele and the over in this game. I'll lock him, I'll lock Lele into my parlay and leave the over under out of it. But a little side parlay, bruh, I'll take Lele plus the over, two and a half goals. And the last lock of the day, we're hitting here with a couple little two piece chicken tenders in each league. Last lock of the day in League One, we got. Marseille at home versus Lyon. This game is at 3 o'clock. Over-under sitting at 2.5 goals, which is minus 150 odds. I wouldn't be surprised if that has changed. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Plus 470 on the money line for Marseille. Lyon sitting at minus 180 favorites. Over-under is still at 2.5 with the over being favored at minus 150. I think, I think that's a solid early lock. And especially, we got Marseille sitting 2-3-1 over the past six games. Having drawn their last game 1-1 at Nantes. Lyon, on the other hand, only lost one game out of their past six. And picked up five wins over that span coming off a 3-2 victory at Brest. And I ain't talking about them front hitters, son. I'm talking about that League One opponent. And Lyon... Scoring 15 goals over their past six games while giving up four goals in their past two games. Which is, that's that's not how you're going to get victories. Giving up two goals in League 1, that's not going to get it done. The first game tied 1-1. And that was after Marseille got a red card. Marseille got a red card early in that game. Probably fucked up what should have been a good game. Especially with it still finishing 1-1. But Marseille, they've given up three goals in their past two games. So I'm thinking three goals in their past two games, seven goals out of their past six games. They don't play all that well defensively. Lyon, just straight piling it up on teams. When they get scoring, they pile it up. And if Memphis Depay starts, along with what? it Econ- and Aruvar, or, or, or see that shit gets tough. Oh, Leicester up one nothing early. Uh, one Zippington early son. That's his gas money. But yeah, if they start a combi I think it's Tacoma or combi Let me just make sure. I hate fucking up people's names, you know. I feel like that's just disrespectful. Everything and it's mad funny, right? Y'all know how he be doing Uber and shit. Every time I call, right, to place a quick order, because I'd be on the move. On the way there, it says, order upon arrival. Nope, you know I'm calling that shit in. And I'm like, oh, can I put in an order for Robin? And they're like, either they say, huh, or they repeat my name just to make sure, right? That makes me feel like, you know I said Robin, like R-O-B-I-N, Robin. But sometimes they hit me with, oh, Robert? And I'm like, Yes. Yo, yep. yo, and every time I pull up and I say my name, Robin, they see the robber and they're like, "All right, word." It's not something that's talked about. But bro, I pulled up to concerters, improv, and I say, "Oh, I'm here to pick up an order for Robin." And they say, "Oh, I can't find it." Blah blah blah. And The lady's like looking for it. You could tell she's mad bougie. Like she works for the family, whatever. Like, all right, you probably drive a Range. That's cool. Born into, born into money. It's 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 dope. And then she's like, I can't find it. And I was like, yeah, it's either Robert or Robin, like, whatever. She's like, oh, well, you said Robert on the phone. I was like, "So why why are you even going to take it there? Because I know, did I say my name wrong? Or did you hear it wrong? Which one do you think it is, bitch? Come on. Come on, you wild business. Don't tell me I said my own name wrong. I've been saying this shit for how long? 25, going on 26 years. Get it together. <laughs> This is hectic. Little little hectic shit you got to deal with the Uber. But to get back into this game, I think Marseille and Lyon, the way they've been playing defensively lately, it's the perfect recipe to give you the over two and a half. And with it sitting at minus 150 and the game being late, this is a late game at 3 o'clock. I think you could lock the over in this game along with the other late game at 2.45, which is that Roma at home versus AC Milan. You could lock in both overs, and I think that's a solid parlay right there. But I'm going to stay away from winners. Lyon could easily pick up the win, obviously, but Marseille, they're always a team that's going to play tough. They sit seventh in the table, which they're going to try to be battling. They're going to try to get into that Europa League position, but always a team that's going to be tough to play against. Especially with them having Payet. And I'm going to lock in the over two and a half goals. And stay away from winners in this Marseille versus Leon game. And to get into the last couple locks. We're talking about the Ede de Vise, son. We're talking PSV versus Ajax at 830. We're talking AZ Alkmaar versus Feyenoord at 1045. You know this is, shout out the Dutch. Shout out Van Dijk recovering. From his injury. That boy's a beast. Shout out Wynaldo. Hope he doesn't leave Liverpool. But if he does. And goes to fucking Barcelona. Lock him in. I could easily. See him playing. Besides Frankie Dijon. Right? Cause. Dijon. He's. Also plays on the Dutch international team. And since moving. He was like. He was like that big player. Supposed to fill in for what? Busquets. Rakitic, like, I'm pretty sure Rakitic, right, Ivan Rakitic, always get, because, oh, yup, because Real Madrid got Modric, all these players, right, the nasty midfielders, Tony Cruz, from these solid, solid La Liga, La Liga teams, all got legends, where they got youngins trying to move up under them. like in Real Madrid, you got Valverde trying to move up, Isco's kind of in the mix, Nacho, he kind of got moved from central defensive midfield to center back. They're really trying to still find their midfield pieces. So I could easily see, especially with Ronald Koeman, who's also... I don't know if he's the Dutch international coach right now. Or if he got fired after some tough form. Nah, I, th- I think he is. And that's, that's another big reason because Wijnaldum, he's been a big piece to that Netherlands side. So, that's just another reason why he could go to Barcelona. And if he does, let's give it up for Wijnaldum. So many huge, huge moments for Liverpool. And key, key passes and key, key goals scored for us. In both our Premier League title runs and the Champions League title run. So, shout out Wijnaldum. And if he wants to move on, it's going to be all love over here, brother. So, to kick things off. Over in the Eredivisie De Vise at 8.30, we got PSV versus Ajax. Over-under sitting at 3.5 goals with the over at plus 105 odds. It's just a slight underdog. I think that's crazy, especially with PSV. They're coming off a 2-1 victory versus Olympiacos, but they got knocked out on goal difference. They lost 4-2 in the first game, so that killed them, even though they picked up those two away goals and... They've been playing solid as of late, but they've gave up 10 goals in their past six games, even though they got three victories in that span, and even though they're on a two-game win streak. And Ajax, they've been playing them tough so far, been pretty much the dominating team. They're 6-0-0 out of their past six games. We're sitting on a nine-game win streak. Let's give it up for Ajax. That's low-key. I didn't even know that. They picked up two victories versus Lille in that time. And they're coming off a 2-1 victory on the road versus Lille. Which solidified their advancement in the Europa League. And beat them 4-2 on aggregate. That shit's solid. Solid, solid. Ajax have only given up four goals out of their past six games. And with two of them coming against Lille. Where you could almost guarantee a goal from Lille. With two of those... Coming from Lille, I think this is a game where Ajax, on the road versus PSV, is going to play them tough. But PSV, you could guarantee them to score two because over the past six games, tied up with goals four with Ajax, sitting at 13 goals in six games. That's over two goals a game. But their head-to-head meeting so far this year, you've had Ajax beat them. In the KNVB Cup, two to one, but they've tied two two in their league game, and both games have been at Ajax. So with this game, PSV being the home team, I think it could get sketchy. I'ma stay away from over unders, cause Ajax on the road. Granted, they could put up numbers, but we've seen them. They they have tough going, tough scoring games sometimes. Let me let me just let me just make sure exactly, because Ajax, right, two goals versus Lille. Lille is a tough defensive team, but put up four versus sparta Rotterdam, but only had two versus Hercules. And Hercules, Hercules, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, deadass, yo. Shout out Eddie Murphy, yo. Shout out the Nutty Professor. <laughs> I hit that wild shit, bro. (laughs) Y'all know, if you know, you know, right? If you was there, you was there. You just had to be there. And if you have never seen The Nutty Professor before, go watch all them shits. I'm pretty sure there's at least two. It's some funny-ass movies. And Eddie Murphy, the legend that he is, plays all characters. Well, not all characters, but, like, most of the characters. And it's insane to switch roles. That just shows. It just shows how good of a fucking actor he is. Shout out the legend, Eddie Murphy. So in this game, we have Ajax, who only put up two goals versus PSV in the KNVB Cup, which, granted, they got two goals early. They were already up 2-0 within 24 minutes. And the only goal they've given up was an own goal by Timber, one of their young midfielders, who's been coming up after selling Donny Vanderbeek and Zayek. So shout out to IX. Could have another youngin' on the rise in Timber. And I think staying away from the over under in this game is probably the smartest thing, especially with the over being just the slight underdog. I think that's something where they're going to look for people to hit it. And I'm going to lock in Ajax to get the victory on the road. And that leads right in to the last lock of the day for the soccer slate. We got AZ Alkmaar at home versus Feyenoord. This game kicks off at 1045. Over-under sitting at three and a half goals. I'm going to stay away from that one too. Deadass. That shit is tough. How's Leicester doing? Still up 1-0. Atalanta up 1-0 a half. That's solid. But AZ Alkmaar coming into this game, they've been solid over their past six games. They won four, and they've lost two. They don't really draw. They score a lot of goals. And coming off a 4-1 victory at Venlo, haven't scored seven goals in their past two games. While only giving up one or fewer in their past three games. I think that is the perfect recipe to get a victory versus Feyenoord. Especially versus a Feyenoord team. Who they're missing a couple players. And even though Alkmaar is missing one of the huge players in Stings. I think they still have enough to get it done up front. They got Baudu, Carlson, Goodmanson. They they should have enough to get it done, especially Cooper Myers. That boy's a beast. He used to play on Roma, but he's a dog out there. And I think this would be enough for AZ Alkmaar to get the victory. Feyenoord coming off that 0-0 victory versus Groningen or Groningen. Groningen, Groningen, Groningen whatever, whatever you want to call it. I'm pretty sure. Andres Robin plays on them another Dutch International. Shout out. Shout out the Dutch. And shout out Dutch Masters. That us <laughs> H- Held held me down as a youngin'. I'ma say that. But Feyenoord, they've scored at least two goals in four out of their last five games. And at least three total goal at least three total goals in their previous five games. Feyenoord gets out there and scores alkmaar they've given up eight goals over their past six games, but locking in over their past three, only giving up one or fewer. I'm thinking that's going to be enough for Alkmaar to get the victory. I'm also staying away from the over-under in this game. Even though just a month ago, Alkmaar beat Feyenoord 3-2, but I'm pretty sure that's where Carlos Sting's in the lineup. Let me just make sure we had... That was actually damn. Yeah, that was yep. Carlos Stings was in the lineup. He had an assist. Gudmundson had an assist. Baldu had two goals and Carlson had a goal. So that's that's tough. Alcorn got that victory. They put up three with Stings. These are two teams who granted they give up goals and they're top scoring teams, but I think this could be a could be a tough game. Everyone's even even though the over-under is at 3.5 with the over at plus 130. This this could get tough. Feyenoord sitting 5th. Just a game behind AZ Alkmaar. Deadass. They have the same amount of matches played so far. Feyenoord's just behind three by 3 points. Sitting in 5th. They're trying to get locked into that Europa League position. This is a huge game. Because if Feyenoord wins this game... They're already up by three goals on goal difference, so could get spooky out there. And the other this is the see, this is a tough one to call. This is a tough one to call right here. I'm a lock in. AZ Alkmaar. Ooh, see, even saying it is sketchy. But granted, they they're coming off that four-one victory versus Venlo. Venlo got a red card in the 58th. And they just dominated after that. But team stats. Akmar had 20 shots. How about the game before that? They beat Essie Herenveen. Herenveen. They beat them 3-1. But Carlos Stings, man of the match, right? They were leading 1-0 at half. Stings with the early goal. But after that, Stings just continued on fire. Finished man of the match with a nine point three rating. That shit's gas. And Sting's goal and an assist. Goodmanson, he had a goal. And Cooper Myers, he had a penalty. That shit's that shit's gas. They were playing on fire, but Stings picking up that picking up that injury. It's gonna get tough for them to score goals. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay away. And the only reason why they put up four is because Venlo had a red card. But they did, but they did give up a goal before they got the red card. So Feyenoord, hmm. See, at least three goals in the previous five games before the draw for Feyenoord. Yeah, this fuck it. We going over in this game. We switching it up. We gonna lock in the over three and a half, even with Carlos things out. That's sitting at plus one thirty odds. Lock it in. I'm going to stay away from winners. This is something that will probably end in a draw. And with Feyenoord having drawn two out of their past six games. And when they play top teams, they usually draw. I'm going to stay away from winners. And I'm going to lock in the over three and a half in that AZ Alkmaar versus Feyenoord game to end things for the soccer slate. And that doesn't end the show right there. Ah, you thought we were about to end it right there. Nah, nope. Gotcha. Gotcha. You already know we're going to hit you with the early lock for the NHL slate. We got who we got actually at 12 o'clock. We got Boston with another game on the road versus the New York Rangers. Right now, Boston sitting minus 170 on the money line. Rangers coming off a 6-2 victory versus Boston where they dominated. You thought Halak gave up seven to the Rangers? I mean, to the Islanders, and that was bad? All right, word. Thank God we get Rask back in between the pipes, right? He's going to do a little bit better, right? Nah, nope. That man done gave up six goals on 34 shots. Hit it again. What? Six goals on 34 shots? Like, granted, we lost Krug. And granted, we lost Chara. But to give up 6 on 34 after the last game and the other goalie gave up 7. And that was Yeruzlov Halak. Not to not to leave his name out of it. You're going to know damn well who gave up them 7 goals. Bro. <laughs> that shit was wild business. But I think coming into this game, you got Boston 11-5-2 this year. Having lost their last two games, they gave up 13 goals over their past two games. So, defense not looking too good. I think I think it's not going to look good either until they pick up someone big. I don't know how their cap room's looking, but they just signed a low. They claimed somebody off waivers, a low key player, and their defense. This could just be a couple a couple game streak because they've actually been playing solid defensively this year. And I think, especially with Boston. Up 2 1 in the head to head matchup this year. They picked a one overtime win. It's been it's been close games. Boston won one nothing. And then Boston won 3-2. It giving up six goals. That's hella fluky. And the Rangers sitting right now have, have only scored two goals against Boston. And I'm pretty sure that was the games with Artemi Panarin. And we covered the whole Panera situation yesterday. Let me just make sure, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we locked in. That was February tenth. Yeah, Panera was in the lineup. Like they got Stroms, Benazad, Kreider, Gauthier, like Bushanevich, like DiGiuseppe. Got someone out there skating in Giuseppe's, bro. They out there. Just sauce passing, dangles through the legs, top chad, whatever you want, backhand, saucy motherfucking maneuvers over there on the ice. And shout out Pasternak, shout out the pasta, shout out the sauce, bro. I think this game's guaranteed to hit the over. It's still sitting at five and a half. That's early. I think that's going to change to six, just so the bookies could hopefully get that push. But... I don't think the, the Boston defense is just going to randomly lock in. I think this little road trip in New York, it's it's that New York-Boston rivalry, right? I, I don't, and It's not going well for the Bruins so far. I think they'll give up at least three, but I think Boston will pull out the victory. I think this is going to be a 4-3 game. I think Boston, it might be an overtime victory. It might be... Something of a shootout victory. You never know. And I love how the overtime is 3v3. It's guaranteeing a goal every time. But there still are some games that go to a shootout. And I have yet to seen one of my games go to a shootout. So I'm not sure whether if it goes to a shootout, then it's a push. Like say say you pick a team to win on the money line and it goes to a shootout. Is it a loss? Or is it a push because they didn't finish a regulation? Like I know soccer, it's 90 minute betting. And anything that goes beyond that, you take a loss. So I'm not exactly sure how that works out. I haven't seen a game yet go to go to a shootout. And that's probably solely based on the new overtime and how they've been doing it over the past few years. So that shit's that's just gas. <laughs> and if if the NHL just allows a little bit bigger of a goal and switch up the whole dynamic of hockey, letting up maybe a couple more goals per game, you'll probably attract more fans, right? Deadass. I was thinking of that shit last night, watching one of the craziest games. And shout out, shout out to hit hitter last night. We dropped the pod with Joe, fucking fell asleep quick, took the little power nap, woke up, right? Bruh, this game is, I think, I think it was 2-1. Oh, the Blues, Blue Sharks last night was 2-1 heading into the third period. I was like, oh shit, that game, I think that game's going to hit the under. Chopping it up with Joe Quick, whatever, whatever. And then I go back. <laughs> Bruh. The fact that that game was 3-3 within minutes. It, it's, it's insane. We locked in the over 7.5 to go against the grain. That was at plus 150 odds. And within minutes, they already had six goals. They already had six goals, so lock it in. The game ended up finishing with a total of thirteen goals yesterday. And if they just make the fucking the goals a little bigger, I think that allows for more goals. And I think it might attract more fans. That's just gonna be dope. So for the early lock for the Chelsea. The game at 12 p.m. on NBCSN. You can catch it on NBC if you're watching it on a TV. We're locking in the over five and a half goals. And that's with Boston's defense. Shaky as of late. And even though the Rangers putting up six goals versus them, that's a little deceiving. I'm looking for Boston to get the overtime victory, but we staying away from winners. Boston's still up 2-1. to one. On their head-to-head matchup this year. So I'm staying away from winners, even though we think Boston's gonna win. And lock in the over five and a half. And that wraps it up for the early locks on the high stakes takes podcast. You already know, back again on this smooth Sunday. And I cannot wait for these locks. 3 p.m. That shit's looking good. Couple little parlays. Got some shit at one. Got some games at 11, 11 Make sure you've locked in. And if you want to check out all the latest hitters and even our L's, make sure you subscribed on Instagram. That's at allmooney underscore underscore. And on Twitter, follow us at fantasy moons. Or the main account is at Robin, capital I, capital I. Back again on this Sunday. And make sure you tuned in and stay woke for the latest locks that's love